0: You're listening to the Wicked Case Podcast featuring Cool Kyle and the Rev Kev.
1: Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode seven of the Wicked K's podcast. With me,
0: Red Kevin, as always, my steam co-host. What's going on, brother? It's
1: another day in paradise here in Connecticut, New England. We can,
0: we just, slap, slap we, hands. We, we, we fake slapping hands. We don't want to. I say you don't need to lean forward into the bike because oh. you, just, you just spike like super hard. So spike super hard. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. We'll do some ASMR.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that is not my realm. <laughs> that is not my realm. Oh I mean, if people want to hear ASMR, that's fine. I have tried doing that a couple times.
0: Not my forte. Yeah, that would be a little weird. It,
1: it's weird when there's certain people who do it, and they have like an ear against the microphone, and they're literally like licking the ear on the microphone. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's just like... I don't know how I feel about this. I feel kind of weird. So, But (laughs) we got lots to talk about. Um, Stay tuned for, I don't know, a little while from now when I'm going to go on an epic Bruins rant about their state of the team, and you're going to want to stick around for that. Uh, But first, we're going to talk about some wrestling stuff because there was a pay-per-view last weekend that we watched. It was Hell in a Cell. Everyone's talking about it, obviously. We're a little bit late to the party because we only do this once a week. Uh, Cody Rhodes, a man among men. beast if you want to say the poor bastard had his tech a pest tech his peck torn off i just mixed the words together that's fine (laughs) he had his peck completely torn off the bone and he was all busted up purple yeah on his whole left side i believe right left chest yeah yeah it's brutal and he did not have to wrestle the match he chose to wrestle the match which i mean he he did say at the end of the show the fans you know he talked to the fans He's like, listen, you guys paid your hard-earned money. You came to see me. You came to see his show. I'm going to give you a show, and that's yeah. what he did.
0: And on top of that, with the monster push that they've been giving him, he can't he can't step back out of the limelight right So
1: So apparently I heard that the ever-so-strict Dave Meltzer, who gives out all the star awards, rated that five stars. Wow. And it's the first WWE, WWE match to be rated five stars since John Cena and CM Punk, I believe, at Money in the Bank when Punk won and took the title away. So that tells you how long ago it's been. Seth yeah. Rollins has never had a five-star match, and I believe they said this is Cody's third five-star match.
0: Wow, good for him.
1: So he'll be out for six to nine months, they said. They're saying closer to nine months. I think it's because they're like, we're going to say nine months, so when he randomly shows up at the Royal Rumble, it won't be as <laughs> much of a surprise. That's what a lot of people are thinking about doing. So,
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's a good idea. It It makes sense. The problem, though...
1: Is I know you kind of had him on a bit of a collision course with Roman, but if he wins Royal Rumble, it sounded like Roman Reigns was going to take on The Rock because the WrestleMania, like we talked about last week, was going to be in Hollywood. So who does that set up Cody against? Because at that point, I'd have to think that Roman's not going to still have both titles by January. That would be ridiculous. He might, but I don't know. Yeah. He's on a shortened schedule now. Like. They talked about him supposed to be at Money in the Bank against Riddle. That match is not happening now. Um, so his next big show will be – he'll be doing um, SummerSlam. He'll be doing the Clash of the Castle, and then I believe he'll be doing, I don't know, probably Survivor Series. Yeah. The next big three match. He basically is a stadium show guy now.
0: Yeah. So – I mean – and you know what? And I heard somebody make a point the other day that said basically said that Roman is the new Brock. And – yeah. I don't know. I mean – Hey, the
1: man put in work for a long time. WWE got what they eventually wanted. They wanted him to be over. He's a heel getting over, but it's because they shoved him down our face the first time, and that's – we didn't we didn't want that.
0: No, no. And that's the problem with – you can't shove people down – The throat or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said face. I meant to
1: say throat. It's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine.
0: Oh, yeah. We just have fun here on the Wicked Case podcast where you can get all podcasts. yeah.
1: Um, oh, quick apologies. Um, we had a bit of a a blunder last week. It was a complete accident that we kind of cut off a tail end of the show. We do apologize for that. That was a a little bit of a lapse, but it's, it's fine. Technical snafus do happen. It does happen. We try not to make it happen too often, but, uh, so the rest of the pay-per-view went off pretty good. We both, we didn't like intently watch it. Like it was on, like in the background and we were kind of like keeping our eyes on it occasionally while we were playing NHL 22, but yeah, we thought, uh, the triple threat match was very good. The women's match was very, very good.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a good match. Uh, the
1: Cody, obviously, Seth match was good. And the Judgment Day match against uh, Balor, uh, Styles, and Liv was also very good.
0: Yeah. And now, then. That was something that we were going to talk about, too, the Judgment Day.
1: Yes. Go ahead. Please lead the way.
0: So on Monday Night Raw, the Judgment Day turned on edge and accepted a new member, Finn Balor. Your boy, Finn Balor. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's. Uh, uh, I understand why they did it. It just bothers the hell out of me that it that it's they flip flop so quickly. Why did they do it? Because Edge wasn't happy with the creative direction that the, the, the group was going in because the creative wanted that it to be a supernatural group. You know, kinda like
1: Well it's crazy to think though, right? Like Edge just went on this whole big run for a bit about calling everybody sheeple and you know, being this dark, demonic kind of leader or whatever, kind of almost like a cult kind of like leader, cut his hair short, did all this stuff, changed up his look, changed up his gimmick. And now we're just supposed to instantly believe in a couple weeks time when he comes back, he's a good guy again. Like he saw the light. Yeah. Within... So what, are you going to give me back his old theme song? and?
0: Yeah. That's, that's... Un- unless they want to give Edge a new stable. I see. I don't know. I feel like
1: WWE doesn't like doing the stable thing. They don't like doing the whole I mean, when was the last successful stable? Maybe the Wyatt family outside of that. But look at how many different iterations it had. When it started off, it was just the three people. Then they added in Braun Strowman. Then eventually some people left. And then, you know, Daniel Bryan was in it and Randy Orton was in it. And it was kind of just like, it was kind of like grasping at straws. And then eventually Bray Wyatt became the Fiend. And then he had all of his little Pee Wee Playhouse puppets and all that stuff. So That is true. As opposed to like um, AEW that has what? Four or five, there's the Jericho Appreciation Society. Um, what's the one that they're feuding with? Because um, it was the Inner Men Circle. Men of the Year, was it? No. It's not Inner yeah. Circle anymore, right? They're gone. Yeah, that Inner Circle's been, not there anymore. No, it's the Jericho Appreciation Society. But there's another group with Santana and Ortiz and some other people. I forgot what it's called. Yeah, I can't uh, remember. There was the uh, the Pinnacle for a while. Dark Order. The Dark Order. Um Obviously, Jurassic Express, but that's more of a tag team. Yeah. There right now is the combat club, the Black, the Blackpool Combat Club.
0: Yeah, yeah. They have so a lot of factions. They do. That's their big thing. Best yeah. friends. Best friends.
1: Love me some best friends. <laughs> Orange Cassidy.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. So uh,
1: I did lose the predictions. So I am no longer your reigning defending champion. Kyle has taken the strap for me. It came down to the Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins match. And in my head, I was like, Cody's got two wins. I think they'll give it to Seth. They did not give it to Seth. Gave it to Cody. And I have lost my title. So yeah. I will be trying to regain it in a couple weeks' time for uh, Money in the Bank. Which, who do we think is going to to represent the women and the men as far as winners? I shouldn't say like participants. I'm just saying winners.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm not quite sure, just because they haven't really touched up too much on it yet. No, I, I so, mean, if Cody hadn't torn his pec, I would have said Cody. Somebody right? like
1: Finn Balor could get a shot because he never really had a chance to, like, defend the the universal title when he won it. Yeah. he kind of got it. He got hurt because of a bump that he took against, um, Seth Rollins, and then he was never really given another another shot. So I could see the Judgment Day helping him out and him holding a title like that. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I mean it gives if nothing else it gives Finn something to do instead of just kind of floating in the abyss. So.
0: Yeah, I mean I don't know if that's necessary and that's the hardest part with with these stables and factions is that you know, I don't know how well Finn Balor fits into the stable and whether or not they're going to continue to give him a push because as much as I love WWE, they haven't given a consistent no. push to Finn Balor. They gave him one push in the beginning, let him win the, the uh, Universal title. After that, he's just been thrown. Again, though, it
1: wasn't his fault, though. He got hurt. I mean, it was an unfortunate accident, and then it never really gave the man his due, and then they just kind of moved on.
0: Yeah, and then ever since then, they've been giving him tiny little bitty pushes, and then well, that was that
1: one point where he was just in NXT.
0: Yeah, so yeah, so I don't know what's going to happen with that. You know, we'll see.
1: Yeah, we'll see. We will see. The man's a
0: warrior. Who else is a warrior? The Golden State Warriors. Oh, good segue. Thank you.
1: (laughs) I had to find. I had to find something. Uh, They are currently in a two-two series tie with the Celtics after they took the victory in Game Four. So that was the best of three. Two games that the Celtics will have to play on the road. Uh obviously pivotal game five now coming up for game five in a couple nights. Um well whenever you listen to this, game five may have already happened. The series might already be over by the time you finish this. So um I'm still picking Celtics in six. If the Celtics win in uh if the Celtics can happen to win in game five, then I think they'll win game six at home. You trying to get a piece of hair off your microphone? Yeah, right it's just—I
0: I mean, it's sticking straight up in my face. Like, you know, I don't <laughs> little need little, little alf- hairs alf- up alf- in my
1: little alfalfa mic. <laughs> yeah, I—I um, I can't, you know, dive too much into basketball. Like, like I said before, I—I I don't watch enough of it to be able to really go back and forth. But I know in Game Three that uh, Tatum Brown and Smart had a really good mat- had a really good game. I believe all three of them scored twenty plus points and. Like the first trio to do it in like forever, like it's like I think since like the Lakers or something did it. I don't remember what the mm. thing was. Don't quote me on that. But <laughs> Steph came out, had a good game four, scored a lot of points. Draymond not so much. Mm. Warriors fans or Warriors players complaining about the treatment they were getting in Boston. It's Boston. It's a different atmosphere. It's a different atmosphere. And please don't try to come and tell me it's a Boston thing that these you know racist things are said. It happens in all places, in all cities. It's just.
0: Yeah, you're going to get racist no matter where you go.
1: Well, yeah, but at the same time, like, Boston sports seem to always be in championship series and games, so that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And, and always, people are going to
0: get ramped up,
1: you know? There are always those few bad apples, so. Yeah. You go to Toronto when they played them, and it was like, oh, hey, we're really just glad to be here, eh? which anyway, <laughs> way to go. And then, of course, when they played uh, Cleveland. Cleveland's a different kind of town, too. Come to Boston, it's different. It's a historical town, it's very different.
0: So. Yeah, yeah.
1: Now that that's out of the way, I do apologize to my NBA fans. Uh, speaking of fans, quickly, uh, some fans down under, I heard you say we have. Yeah. A right. couple of Aussie listeners. Yep. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Big fans of Laserbeam. At least I am, the YouTuber. He's awesome. <laughs> uh, also a big fan. We're both big fans of How Ridiculous. Yeah. Gonson, Stanford, and the boys. Oh, yeah. Rexy, How Good.
0: How Good. How
1: Good. <laughs> we have been members of the 44 Club for a very long time. Oh, yeah. 44 Club.
0: Got Rexy staring. Oh, Rexy's not staring at us right now. Rexy's,
1: Rexy's down. Rexy's my Rexy is actually on top of my PlayStation. So if anybody tries to mess with it, you're going to have to go through Rexy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch my PlayStation. Rexy will bite you.
0: Oh, yeah. That, that's a good protector right there. It's an awesome protector.
1: <laughs> uh, shout out to them, too. They just passed 10 million. I think they have 11 million subscribers now. Yes, yeah. Fantastic. It's amazing. Good stuff. Good stuff. And I'm glad they're able to travel around the globe again, because I know for a while they were kind of stuck.
0: Yeah. You need to go back to the tower. Go oh, back the tower. to- When
1: was, was the last time they were at the tower? It's been a uh-huh, minute. A minute, yeah. It's been a minute since they've been at the tower. I know
0: they're so. doing the series at the dam right now. I know they are in Switzerland, yeah. Yeah. But they need, they definitely need to get back to the tower. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be fun. <laughs> um,
1: all right, let's jump into some um, hockey chat real quick, because we've-
0: we, You got we've, a nice long rant to go I on. I do
1: have a rant going on, and I have, we've pegged it about 15 minutes that we'll have to, to segue to a new thing, because we're going to try to do- our new format we're trying to think of is 30 minutes of sports talk or whatever and then the last 30 minutes is games or questions or something yeah. depending on how the entertainment. Day goes. Entertainment. Yeah. We can mix it up. Sometimes it'll be entertainment first then sports. We'll we'll play around with it. We'll see what the people like and we'll go from there. We love you people. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Yes, thank you for Pacific listening. The Wicked Case podcast where you can get all podcasts. <laughs> Just got to put that in there. Yeah. Um so yeah, so let's uh, run through. We'll leave the Bruins rant for last cuz I'm going to try to not go too too long with it. The Avalanche coming down and just raining terror all oh. over the Edmonton Oilers.
0: They are a freight train from hell.
1: They are. They are currently 12-2. and two. The only two losses they had were to the St. Louis Blues. That means they swept the other two series they were in. <laughs> yeah, that's domination, my man. And they were just a couple of years ago the worst team in the league by far. Yeah. So they've turned around quite nicely. This is an example of a quote unquote boys club sort of that's working right now. Because Joe Sackick, who was one time Avalanche legend, trust me, if you know Avalanche history, Joe Sackick will be one of the first names you hear. Longtime captain, two time Stanley Cup champion, all around good guy. Burnaby Joe as they call him. Mm-hmm. Uh is running the helm there. He's he's the GM of the team. And look where they're at right now. They're in a great position to be a very powerhouse team long term.
0: Yeah. Well and if you look at the Avalanche and, and their lines and how they play, I mean the lines themselves are just so deep, you know. Well, they, they have scoring on every line.
1: Well, yeah. Well, it also comes down to drafting, too. You were able to snag Kale McCarr. You obviously had the number one pick the year that you guys weren't so great. And you got Nathan McKinnon, who's a world-class player. Oh, yeah. Um, Goaltending maybe could be a little bit better, but it seems to be just fine. You've got Landis Cog. You've got a whole host of players. Speed all over the place.
0: Speed, yeah. Speed,
1: speed, speed. That's and that's the biggest thing. That's the biggest, that's the of the biggest thing, yeah. That's the name of the game now speed. Young stars and speed. It's all you need.
0: Yeah. And we've noticed that throughout the series. And that's why, like, when we were looking at the, the Boston Carolina series, I felt like Carolina was just faster than Boston. They were getting to pucks first.
1: Boston was just more lethargic on the road for some reason, and I don't know why. Yeah. They, they had the the piss and vinegar to play at home because obviously they won their three games. Yeah. But it just seemed like they, like I said, they were never really in sync at all on the road. And like I said, we, we talked about before, got down two, three goals, and now it's like, well, now we have to try even harder to make something happen, and it's just... The bounces didn't go their way. The calls sometimes didn't go their way. It's just how it goes. Yeah. But um, Edmonton, they have to look into their future for goaltending because Mike Smith's just not the answer. Yeah. He's an okay backup and he's an okay veteran guy to have, but there's a lot of soft goals he let in. Yeah. Um, and that was the only big, really that big was difference. The biggest, that was the biggest thing. I mean, Edmonton had a big lead in that game four and they kind of let it slip away. I'm not going to say they choked it. They slipped to let it slip away. And before they knew it, and Arturi Lekkinen for the second time in a row, because he did it last year with Montreal, scores the game-winning goal to send his team to the Stanley Cup Final. Yeah. So now they sit and wait for who? Tampa Bay or the Rangers? Yeah. Rangers have the first two games in hand. Tampa Bay's taken the last three. Rangers have a chance to, to even the series up, but Tampa Bay's at home.
0: Yeah, and that's an interesting dynamic between the two teams too, which is what I am really enjoying the series because you got defense with the Rangers who are an extremely strong defensive and team and goaltending with Shcherbina and yeah exactly, and then you have more of a scoring oriented Lightning. I would
1: say more of a score score oriented slash kind of gritty because they know yeah. what it, they know what they need to do to get the job done. They've been there already. This is the third time they've been in the conference final.
0: Yeah, and a that's row, a scary so. thought. Well, like this is the third time.
1: Yeah, but if you think about it too, like I told you before, excuse me, I wouldn't be surprised if um if Tampa Bay won today, and now you've got the matchup of some somewhat of like the old guard, like a lot of these older players up against this new up and coming potential dynasty in the in the Avalanche, the weather, <laughs> the weather store, the weather series. Yeah. Who's better, the Avalanche or the
0: Lightning? <laughs> I do like that. It I would mean... be
1: it would be a hell of a series, and it would probably go. I would say six or seven games. And ultimately, I feel like a majority of the league would probably want the Avalanche to win, just yeah. because everybody who's not a Tampa fan or doesn't hate the Avalanche don't want Tampa Bay to win.
0: So. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally have been rooting for the Avalanche since yeah, uh, you I've, know I've always had a kind of a soft spot for the
1: ABS. I I remember the you know the late '90s. Obviously, I talked about last week with the Avalanche Red Wings rivalry, where you know Sakic's one of my favorite players. You got Forsberg, Adam Foote. You know, Bork won the cup there in 2001, so obviously as a Bruins fan, he'll always have a, a bit of an attachment to the Avalanche, so. Yeah. Um, speaking about the Rangers series, though, there was a unfortunate incident that happened at the end of Game 5. Uh, it's been kind of posted all around Twitter. If you want to watch it, you can. If you don't, I don't blame you. It's kind of, it's kind of brutal. Uh, I don't know what was said or what was done, but there was a bunch of fans walking out, Ranger fans at Madison Square Garden. There was a Lightning fan walking out, too. And this Rangers fan in this red t-shirt just turned around and sucker punched this guy. And he basically just got... Knocked him out. One hit KO just fell. It was one of those things where people were like, you're going to hear two sounds. Me hitting you, you hitting the floor. That's exactly what it was. Mm. And it seemed from what I heard, the Rangers fan who hit the guy took off. uh, A witness found him, tried to grab him and kind of get a hold of him. He punched the witness. The witness didn't want any care. Um, And I guess the guy that got hit had stable care. He's in stable condition. Uh, apparently from what it sounds like, or from what I've heard, he is, his family's longtime season, season ticket holders for the lightning. I get, they said his mom and his grandmother have tickets. He's been a lightning fan. So he was a kid. He got the ride on the Zamboni once. Oh, wow. And I guess the team is going to send him some playoff swag. Cause they were like, is there anything we can do? He's like, yeah, kick their butts in game six, go to the finals. So,
0: yeah.
1: um, which I'm going to ask you this question quickly okay. before I get into this crazy rant. Cause we've got, I know I'm, I'm keeping an eye on the time here. That's all right. Um, if you're an opposing fan, if you're running your mouth and being a complete d bag and all that stuff, do you deserve to get hit, or is there like a level where
0: like you shouldn't? I think if so, my philosophy is is that as long as it doesn't impede, it oh, that's fine. Okay. Uh oh. Uh oh.
1: Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> I'm sure
0: it's still recording.
1: I'm sure it's still recording. So if you hear us and we're saying, uh-oh, uh, we're trying to figure out what's up with the laptop, we don't know what's happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, still we're recording. still recording. All right. Okay, we're back. We're back. Just and we're minute. live.
0: Yeah, we're just gonna have to, yeah,
1: fuck it, we'll do it live.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So we're so, talking,
0: go ahead. Okay, so to answer your question... I think that as long as it doesn't impede on somebody – like, you can run your mouth all you want. But if you're getting up in somebody's face, if you're insulting them personally – If you provoke them, push them, them, shove them. Yeah, that sort of thing. I think that if it's just friendly jarring, then that's fine. You know, I mean – See, I don't know if you should – if you're going to fight somebody,
1: you should at least tell them, like, listen, if you want to throw down, we'll throw down. I don't believe in sucker punching people. That seems no. a bit ridiculous. But there have been games that I've gone to, like Bruins games, where there were fans of other teams. They're just sitting there minding their own business. I've gone to Bruins games as a road fan in other teams' buildings. And I'm not trying to harass anybody. I'm there to have a good time. I'm there to take in the sights and the sounds of the different stadiums. I'm trying to get a good experience. Yeah. If I'm there being a complete ass and I'm drinking too much and I'm running my mouth, F you, F this, F that, causing trouble, causing chaos, then, yeah, I mean, maybe you do deserve to get beat up a bit. Do you deserve to be sucker punched? No. no. And obviously, in the case of the guy, like, if the Rangers fan turned around and said, you want to go right now, maybe something was said, maybe there wasn't. Yeah, maybe well, the and Rangers- that's
0: the thing. If there's two people deciding that they're going to fight, that's one thing. It's a different thing when you just turn around and blast somebody in the face no, without... No, that's true.
1: My, I know there are other cities, like uh, Philadelphia, where if you wear, like, the wrong team's colors, you can have batteries thrown at you. I know Dodgers fans have attacked. There was a Dodgers group of Dodgers fans... That attacked a Giants fan and put him into a coma. And he was just there with him and his kids. He was there, Giants hat on, minding his business, there to enjoy the game in L.A. And these crazy fans just, like, no, if you're there just try to have a good time, then that's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, if you're there to have a good time, you shouldn't have to feel like you always got to be on the defense. Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I wouldn't want to go to a game in another you know um state and have their fans come and try to attack me oh yeah like i, I want to go and i want to be able to enjoy it and mm. you know have a good time you
1: you should be able to wear your other team your team's colors proudly in other arenas as long as you're going to be respectful about it cuz there was a friend of my dad's who said once that these fans i think in like a Flyers game or something were harassing him and he basically was like listen i'm here in your city spending money in your town at your stadium at your hotels all this stuff i'm Giving my money to your city to fund your city. So the fact that you're giving me shit is ridiculous. So what if I came in with a black and gold jersey on you guys are Flyers fans? Great. I hope you guys have a great season. That's good. Do I want my team to win? Of course I do. I'm not wishing any ill will on anybody. Yeah. But, you know, and I'm glad that the fan is okay and I'm glad. And I know Rangers fans are trying to, like, pull some money together to try to help this guy with his medical expenses if he needs anything. But it's just, it's one of those, I don't know. it's, It's a weird line to cross, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think especially in those sort of instances, I think that the the outpouring for that fan was very good. I think yeah. that you know the the garden banning.
1: Yeah, that, the I didn't mention that. Yes, yeah. the fan, the fan who, the Rangers fan who caused the incident and punched the guy and the other people, uh, is banned for life from any events at Madison Square Garden, Rangers games, concerts, wrestling shows, anything. Yeah. And that's how it should be. You shouldn't be able to just be like, oh, you're banned for a year. Like, no, you should be banned forever. Good yeah. luck trying to see a Rangers game again.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's that's how it should be. You should be punished exactly. heavily for that that sort of... Well, I know he's got
1: like two counts of like assault and two counts of this and two counts of that. I don't remember what it all was, but...
0: Yeah. You know, if you're getting to the point where you're just throwing a haymaker and knocking somebody out, that that's a bad look. I can, I can feel it building up. You know what that is? Rage the, the, mode Rage is mode. engaged. Uh-oh. Prepare, ladies and gentlemen. Hunker down. <laughs> Bunker down. Bunker down. <laughs>
1: Hide the women and children. <laughs> Because now we're going to get into it. All right, I am not going to apologize for anything that I said. I'm speaking from the heart, shooting from the hip. Kyle's going to try to interject, but I'm just going to go on a crazy rant right now. So, the Boston Bruins, our beloved Boston Bruins, the team that I have cried for when they win championships and the one that makes me the most frustrated, and if I go over, I don't care, uh, fired, yes, I said fired their head coach, Bruce Cassidy, after telling him, In May, hey, it's cool. You're going to work out your last year of your contract, and then we'll go from there. Don Sweeney and Cam Neely, you pathetic fucks. (laughs) Cam Neely's been our team president since 2010. He's got one Stanley Cup. He's been to three of them. Uh, It's a boys' club. It always has been and always will be, and I don't like it. Sweeney and Neely once played together as teammates. Uh, Sweeney's been GM since May of 2015, so I'm just going to read all this stuff off quickly. Don Sweeney, like I said, GM of the team since May of 2015. In the unbelievably epic 2015 NHL Entry Draft, he went and traded Dougie Hamilton to Calgary and Bruins uh, legend Milan Lucic, or fan favorite too, I should say, Milan Lucic to the Kings. Uh, for the Kings trade, he got the they got the 15th overall pick or whatever it was, uh, as well as um, Colin Miller and. Martin Jones, which they traded Martin Jones, the goaltender, a couple days later to the Sharks to get the 29th pick in the 2016 draft was the first round pick. In the 2015 draft, the three picks the Bruins had were 13, 14, 15. They took Jacob Zaboral, who was a defenseman. They took uh Jake DeBrusk, who everybody of course knows Jake DeBrusk if you're a Bruins fan. And they took Zach Senishin, which you'll be like, who the fuck is Zach Senishin? Exactly. Even the experts were like, Why, why are you picking this guy? He wasn't even on the first round radar. The next three picks, which if you are a big NHL fan, you'll know these names. If you're not, look them up and you'll say, wow, the Bruins and Don Sweeney colossally fucked up. 16th, Matthew Barzell, who is killing it right now as the first-line center of the New York Islanders. Kyle Connor, the winger for the Winnipeg Jets, who just, I think, believe had a 50-goal season or close to 50-goal season. Yeah. And the 18th pick was defenseman Thomas Shabbat, who could have been an anchor for your team with McAvoy, who they got the following year. For a long time. And I thought they were going to keep Dougie Hamilton. When I heard Dougie Hamilton got traded to Calgary, I went, oh, well, that obviously means that they're going to get Johnny Goudreau. No. No. No, no. 2016, they had, obviously, Charlie McAvoy, like I said. They got him in the 14, with the 14th overall pick. Uh, they got Trent Frederick at 29, which, all right, not that big of a deal. But then you hear two names that are picked after. Now, I get drafts are hard to kind of, you know, judge. Obviously, people could be like, oh, well, if we everybody knew how great Tom Brady was going to be, he would have been drafted a lot sooner. That is true, but you know, hindsight's 2020 and it sucks, but the 35th pick overall in the 2016 draft, the Jordan Cairo of the St. Louis Blues, who's currently tearing it up right now, and the 39th pick is Alex Debrinkat of the Chicago Blackhawks, currently tearing it up right now Mm. on first and second lines, not a fourth liner or somebody sent down to Providence like Trent Frederick is. Yeah. Uh, Somehow, I don't know how it happened that GM of the year went to Don Sweeney in 2019, I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> uh so yeah, like I said, uh Cassidy got fired. I have a whole bunch of crap here. I'm gonna go over, but it's fine. It's, it's okay. totally fine. Uh Cassidy fired. Sweeney, like I said, told him he was safe. Uh I guess he got fired at his house earlier this week. I believe it was on Cam Neely's birthday too, which I was like, that's kind of fucked up.
0: That's that's yeah. That's
1: that's a little fishy to me. I don't like that. <laughs> uh it sounds like there's a bunch of teams that are obviously interested in Bruce Cassidy. Uh, He was the Bruins coach from 2016-17 to the 21-22 season. Coached 399 games with a record of 245-108-46. Made the playoffs every year. In uh, 2017, when he took over for Claude Julien after he was fired, he uh, had a record of 18-8-1 in the 27 games he coached. Bruins ended up losing in the first round in six games to the Ottawa Senators. Ottawa did go on a magical run and almost beat the Penguins to go to the finals that year, so I'm not too upset about that. Yeah. The second year, his first full season as Bruins head coach, 50 50 wins, 20 losses, 12 overtime losses, 112 points. Finished second in the division, lost to Tampa Bay in five games. Then in 2019, the year they got away, and that will probably haunt him and all Bruins players and all Bruins fans to this day, lose to the St. Louis Blues in seven games in a a series they should have won. They should have won that cup in 2019. They were the better team than St. Louis was, but they just didn't bring their A game in Game 7. You had it all laid out for you. Game 7 on home ice. You win the cup in front of everybody at the Garden, and then there's not as many questions, but wasn't meant to be.
0: No, not at that moment. wasn't meant to be. Uh,
1: Lost to Tampa Bay in 2020 in five games in a season that they had the President's Trophy winning 100 points because the season was cut short. 100 points in 70 games. So they could have won for a lot more because they still would have had 12 games to go finished with 73 points in 2021, lost to the Islanders in 6 games in the second round, and then of course this year lost in the first round to Carolina in 7 games. Yep. Finishing with 107 points, which was only good enough for 4th in the division. That shows you how tough the Atlantic Division is.
0: Well, It was, but it is extremely tough. So,
1: I mean, you know, like I said to recap, first round exit, second round exit, Stanley Cup final loss, second round exit, second round exit, first round exit. I don't like this man
0: Well, and, you know, and and I'll just interject and say one thing really quickly is is that, you know, you're not going to win them all. There's only one team that can win the Stanley Cup.
1: And recently it's been called Tampa.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you have a tough division. I mean, look at all the teams that they've had to face in the past.
1: No, I know. I mean, maybe you should have beaten the Islanders. Maybe you probably should have beaten Carolina. But, I mean, you got outplayed. You got outplayed in those games and— Sometimes injuries play a factor and you can't make excuses for it, but it does happen. And, you know, Cassidy had come from being the coach of the Providence Bruins from the 2012 to 2016 seasons. And then, of course, he jumped over to take over for Julian, was named the interim coach, then named the actual head coach. And I was I was excited. And I thought about it. I was like, okay, last year for Cassidy and his contract, run it back, try to, you know, make one last run. And then if it doesn't work out, Go your separate ways. Maybe Bergeron has one last ride. Because Cassidy's come out, and I'll say this. He did a Zoom, he did his own Zoom call with a bunch of media members and had about as graceful as an exit you can have. Yeah, he was upset about it. He was shocked. He was a little bit bitter. But you move on. And I heard teams like Dallas, Vegas, teams like that are all calling. And I heard he also said he wouldn't mind taking Bergeron with him if he does go to another team now. Does Bergeron go? Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. I mean, it's not yeah. looking good for the Bruins for the long term right now because Marchand, McAvoy, Grizzlick, Riley are all out until December or January. Uh, Bergeron, who knows what's going on with Bergeron. You know, you got somebody like Pasta who they're talking about openly trading. Why? Mm. What are you doing?
0: That doesn't make any sense. No,
1: you want to build a core. You've got, you know, your top four goaltender. You got your top four already locked up. For the next couple of years. Lynn Holmes locked up for eight years. Max locked up for eight years. Grizz for two. Carlo for five. You know, some players you may have to get rid of because you're a little bit short on cap space. But, you know.
0: But for the most part, a decent amount of the players are locked
1: up. Yeah, you've got your top four locked up. You've got posture, knock. you can build around. You've got Sway you can build around. You've got players.
0: Yeah, and it's not like their cohesiveness wasn't on point. They're a good team, and they play very well together. Yeah. It's just a matter of getting the pieces to work. You've,
1: got, you've still got Taylor Hall. You know, you've still got Marshan. Like I said, he is injured, but he is going to come back at some point. Yeah. Some people did say online maybe they should just do what Tampa Bay and what Vegas did, where you put these star players on LTIR, don't let them play all year, and then if the Bruins make the playoffs, then bring them back. But in that case, I'd feel like you'd be rusty. You're telling me you're going to you're not going to play any of the 82 games in a season. Now you're getting into the most physical part of the year, which is the playoffs. And you're coming in cold turkey.
0: Mm, I, don't I don't see, see that. that working. It's going to
1: work at all. Um, but I mean, obviously, like I said, they're opening to trading David Poshnak, which is crazy because I can already see it now. They'll trade away Pasternak for like a ham sandwich and whatever and try to stock the covers and say, oh, we're not going to be in a rebuild, an accelerated rebuild, and management's going to be, fans are going to be pissed, and management's going to make excuses about it. Because I've seen it happen before with Phil Kessel, and I heard it, see it happen before with Tyler Sagan. And then they'll complain, oh, well, you know, we really don't have like the goal scoring that we need. And I'll go, huh, it's almost like you had a 40 goal score on your team that you just gave away for nothing. Yeah. And obviously, if you think about Pasta, this is the last year of his contract, which he's making six point six seven. That's pretty cheap for and some a guy like him. Yeah, uh, I mean Pasta saw his buddy Krug walk and go to St. Louis. He saw Krejci walk, and both the, with their end, with their at, both were at the last tail end of their deals. Yeah, they had one year left, and management let both of them walk. One obviously went to St. Louis. One went to go play in the Czech because he wanted to see family. I get it; it's cool, but. Yeah. This team has a lot to figure out, and it shouldn't have been Cassidy that was fired. It should have been Sweeney, and it should have been Neely that were fired.
0: Which won't happen.
1: Which won't happen, which it should happen, because they need to, they're they the ones that need to be held accountable. You know, Cassidy probably isn't the one that's drafting these players. Cassidy came in after the 2015 after twenty fifteen draft. Cassidy did pretty well with what he had given him. He had Eric freaking Howler, who, don't get me wrong, did great in the tail end of the season, as your second-line center.
0: Which is not good. And no. that's where they need the biggest help.
1: No, exactly. I Like I told you, you could have gotten Krejci back, maybe try to sign
0: him for pennies on the dollar if you could. And even if they can't get Krejci, there's plenty of other players out there who would oh, be looking to jump ship. There's
1: tons of players. There's tons of players, but I don't know. But we'll see. Um, coaches that are currently available that I've been reading might go to the Bruins. Former uh, Boston uh, University coach, who actually coached Grizzlik and McAvoy, and former, I believe, Rangers coach or assistant coach David Quinn, they said, you know, of course, always have these Boston ties, so that's that always helps. Mm. Um, he probably has the most experience of the three guys they were talking about to potentially get the job. Uh, Jay Leach, who was the former Providence Providence Bruins coach before last year, when he was uh picked as an associate coach of the Seattle Kraken. So obviously there might be some ties to you know former players or current players there. So they would that would be helpful. Barry Trotz, who's a long time. NHL coach. Nate Lehman, who is current coach. Timber! Timber! Of the... Sorry about that, folks. Um, Nate Lehman, who's the current coach of the uh, Providence College Friars. There have been some other names thrown out. Uh, John Tortorella, who has a bit of a gritty coaching style. Mark Savard's name's been brought up. Mark Recchi's name's been brought up. So, we wait and see. Boston. We wait and see, Bruins Nation. Uh, we'll see what the salary cap... When the salary cap... What the... Oh, my God, I'm losing my train of thought here. Free agent frenzy will do in July 1st, and we'll go from there.
0: Yeah, my philosophy is, is as long as the Bruins can capitalize and win another Stanley Cup, if they got to make the, the moves, make the moves, but, this you know. is
1: This is the last year. If Bergeron comes back and they get some other players back, this is legitimately the last year. The window's been closed. It's open just a jar and this is it. So they don't get it done now. We could be in for a couple of the dark seasons of of Bruins hockey, especially with teams like Toronto who have young, good young players, teams like Florida who have good young players. Tampa's going to be sticking around for a couple more years. Teams like Detroit are getting better. Ottawa's getting better.
0: Yeah, there's a lot more now that goes into the sport of hockey. Like back then it just used to be scoring defense and that's it. Mm -hmm. Now there's like different plays and there's, you know, I mean, and players are getting much more better. They're getting faster. So, yeah. So we'll see. Um, I guess my
1: rant wasn't as much of a rant as I thought it was going to be. I guess I'll have to work on the phrase of rant, but it's basically just me talking. But ultimately, yes, as a Bruins fan, I'm well, pr- you're voicing I'm, your frustration. I'm pretty pissed. I didn't really say much about it on Twitter, and the more stuff that I saw on Twitter coming up, it was just more and more ridiculous. Like, best of luck to Bruce Cassidy. hope wherever he goes, he gets a Stanley Cup because he deserves it. And Don Sweeney and Cam Neely deserve to get a foot up their ass. And I think Cam <laughs> Neely's number eight. Should come out of the rafters because you haven't really done anything significant since. You didn't even win a Stanley Cup. You had a couple chances to win your own Stanley Cup, and you failed. You failed against the powerhouse Edmonton Oilers. So yeah. you need the, the same fire and passion I've seen from Cam Neely when he gets mad and he throws a water bottle. Step it up, guys. You're the leaders of the show. Figure it out because you've got a whole city wondering what the hell's going on. And, you know, you. what are you going to do? Ball's in your court. You fired your coach. Figure it out. I know you're going to make the bad decisions because for some reason they don't want young guys to be playing, and they put these older veterans in, and they sign these awful bullshit contracts. Mm. Let the young guys play. Let them develop. They don't develop. Try to find the best possible trade that makes sense for the team. Don't just make a trade to make a trade.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's all I got. Fair enough. All Uh, right. So
1: none of that's out of the way.
0: All right. Sports talk is officially done.
1: Yeah. A little, little
0: behind schedule, but you know. That's all right. If we go a tiny bit over, it's no big deal. It's not like everyone's
1: going to be upset about it because this is the Wicked Case podcast where you can get all podcasts. <laughs> sure. um, so Desert Island. We talked about Desert Island. So let's do some Desert Island.
0: Yeah. You might need to explain some stuff to me because I, I don't know if I've ever done it before. But
1: It's basically just me asking you a question and you give me an answer. So we're
0: going right. to go like this. Okay.
1: Cool Kyle if you could only take five movies to you with you on a desert island what would they be? These are the five movies you can watch for the rest of your time if you're on a desert island. Maybe you get off, maybe you don't but for the time being these are the five movies that are going to entertain you on a daily basis
0: Okay, so my question is is that are we talking about one individual movie or can, can I bring like no, a DVD cannot, series you cannot bring a DVD series you cannot bring like you know, like the
1: trilogy of Back to the Future or Austin Powers. If you do, that counts as three movies because it's three
0: different movies. It's not one okay. movie, it's three movies. All right. So you've if got five to choose from. All right. So if we're going with that logic, yeah, you, can't, I,
1: you can't bring like, you know, the best of, you know, King of the Hill or Beavis and Butthead or Fram a Guy.
0: Okay. All right. So obviously, you saying Austin Powers because one of my favorite movies. I would say, I think that I would probably bring two out of the three austin powers i'd probably leave the first one i you would leave the original huh uh, because you only get five movies so and i love austin powers but i need to
1: you would take gold member over the first movie i don't know i like the first one the first one's good well the first one was good but
0: i think they developed to a certain point where gold member was just fantastic i i think that it was unique
1: well i would definitely take the second one because i i love me some heather graham
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, it. It. I feel like the second one is where they discovered themselves, really, and I think that's why, like, all the jokes were just on point. Oh yeah. So I would have to go with the second Austin Powers and third Austin Powers. That's very okay. You've got three to go. All right. Um, <laughs> I would probably go with uh, Pink Panther, not okay. the new one with Martin. Short. No, the the old ones. With, yeah. Uh, Peter Sellers. Peter Sellers. Yes. Oh man, he was so funny. I love Peter Sellers. Okay. Um. And it just depends on which one because there's a ton of them. So I mean. Whichever one you want to bring. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Okay. So we'll go with one of the Pink Panther movies. So, so
1: far we've got two Austin Powers and a Pink Panther. Okay.
0: okay. Um, I think I need to get some action movie in there. And I think one of my favorite action movies is Olympus Has Fallen. Okay. Um, So I would pr- I just watched that recently, like last okay. week. So I would probably go with an action movie like that. Okay. Um, What does that leave me with? One movie left? One or? to go. One to go. A lot of movies to choose from. I know. Um Oh boy. <laughs> uh, Nobody said this question was gonna be easy. Yeah, well, I got up to four, so okay. I mean I'm I'm kinda proud well, of myself.
1: Typically on Desert Island you should only do three, but we're doing five for a little bit of leeway.
0: Okay. Um, I think the last one I know, it's tough because I'm going I'm going through like my Rolodex in my head of of the, some of the movies that I think would entertain me and well in yeah moment. i mean like you
1: said it's it's got to be a movie depending on how long you're on this island for that keeps you entertained if you don't want to be like all right i'm tired of watching this movie like you got to be able to watch it over and over again like you're four years old
0: and yeah i mean i guess i would have i would have to in order to get some sort of like excitement i would i would maybe get like a wrestling movie of some sort like what i don't know like the greatest raw moments or something like that you know or okay uh, go, go Go with a general wrestling where I can watch some moments and, and just, you know... Like
1: a best of Raw or something.
0: Yeah, like a best of Raw, you know? Because I feel like I couldn't do without wrestling for a long period of time. Okay. So if I'm stuck on the desert island, you know, yeah, like it's not watching recent live wrestling, but it's something, you know? So I think I would have to do that.
1: All right, so to recap, that's the two Austin Powers movies. Not the first one, though. The second and the third one. Yes, it's the old school Pink Panther. Yeah, Olympus has fallen, and some type of one disc wrestling compilation of Raw or SmackDown or whatever.
0: Yeah, I th- I think that gets me to uh, I can probably last a while on that. Okay, not All that right. I would not that I would want to, okay. but yeah, All right. My what if, five. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh. Well, first and
1: foremost. Monty Python and the Holy Grail.
0: Yeah, I knew that one was coming. (laughs) I definitely knew that one was coming. I can watch
1: that movie a hundred times and I'll be entertained by it every time because it is so ridiculous (laughs) that I love it. It, Yeah. Um, Similar to the effect that you said before with some type of excitement, I'm going to go the 2011 Bruins Stanley Cup DVD. (laughs) Because I (laughs) got to be able to watch my Bruins and then I'll know at the end of the day it was a happy ending. I was going to do Shot. I was going to do Miracle, but I was like, no, no, got to do. Fair enough. I need a guilty pleasure movie. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the uh, Lindsay Lohan version or Lohan version of The Parent Trap. I love uh, okay. that movie. Don't uh, ask me why. Uh, eh? I could watch it over and over again. It's amazing.
0: Just, sometimes you get movies that like, especially from like younger, like childhood, like you watched it growing up and you're like.
1: Okay. No, it's, it's one it's of the movies be... I kind of recently got into and Oh, okay. I mean if if it's not gonna be the parent trap, it would probably be like Robin Hood. Either Robin the parent Hood. trap or Robin Hood is either one of my, my go to's. Fair I enough. I enjoy Robin Hood, it's a good movie. Like the, the Disney version, the cartoon, not like the actual Oh, movie. okay, yeah. Not like Men in Tights or anything like that. Ah, uh, all right. <sighs> Princess Bride's a good movie and it's my ex-wife Rebecca's favorite movie of all time. And yep. when we first met, she was like, oh yeah, I like The Princess Bride. For some reason, Princess Bride, I thought was Princess Diaries, but it wasn't. <laughs> and I was like, oh, The Princess Bride. I mean, it's really hard. There's a lot. Like you could go like classic Adam Sandler movies. I mean, you could, ugh, Spaceballs yeah. is really good.
0: Like, damn. Yeah, there's a lot of movies out there. Um. All
1: right, well, Monty Python's there for sure. The Bruins are there for sure. You can either take Robin Hood or, or Parent Trap. I guess we'll go uh, Parent Trap. Um, not really big in action movies I guess my one action-y kind of movie probably the second Back to the Future movie I liked it better than the first I have to have a Back to the Future movie in there Fair I enough. love Back to the Future Um, and then the fifth one I don't have anything wrestling related but I think I could get by without wrestling related stuff oh Jesus I don't even know nah. <laughs> maybe I don't know I honestly don't even know the fifth one. Maybe like Super Troopers or something. Super, oh, Super Troopers is a good movie, yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, you know what? I know what I want. Mm. Give me something involving Patton Oswalt.
0: Uh, like a stand-up special? Give or me like... a stand-up special, yeah. Oh, okay.
1: I don't know who you'd give me, but I'll take any type of stand-up special. Dane Cook, Patton Oswalt, Jeff Dunham, um, Eddie Murphy, like Eddie Murphy Raw or something. I'm fine oh, yeah. with that. Yeah, Oh, that's that's all fine.
0: I can respect that. I yeah. know there's tons that I'm
1: missing. There's Caddyshack and Ghostbusters and the Ninja Turtles and Oh but I just that's 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 the whole point of the game. It's not supposed to be easy.
0: Yeah, you can't you can't take them all, so I can respect that though. I mean so, that's a good list. In some roundabout way, my list is in there. People
1: can be like, You need to pick five. I picked five. Just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um we're gonna stick we're gonna keep this one to three. Okay. If you could bring three albums slash CDs to listen to what are you
0: bringing? Okay, <laughs> I've thought this one through. Did you? Yes. Okay, good. I would probably bring one of the now CDs from the nineties <laughs> okay. because it had everything on it. I'm, okay. I'm I, can't, I see. I have a hard time choosing music. Like I'm all over the place. Okay. So for me, I need to not just listen to one type of music. I got to be listening to rock, rap, okay. you know, um, country. The, country, a little bit of everything, hip hop. Yeah, So probably like either now three or now four. Now one was too early. No, it was too early. No
1: three. Somewhere between like three and eight, we were bussing. They were all bangers. It was lit. Those slapped.
0: Oh, my God. I had to throw every word out there. What's good, my guy? What's good, my guy? (laughs) You
1: lit AF fam?
0: (laughs) Oh, Lord.
1: Bunch of 30-year-old men. Yeah. Using the... The, the words and phrases of today.
0: Hey, you know what? We, we may be old in body, but we are young in spirit. You ain't all that in a bag of potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to the hand
1: because the face don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> Whose hand? Your hand?
0: Oh, man. Pulling out Austin Powers. Oh, jeez. Okay. So. And now CD. Now CD. Okay. The best of Billy Joel. Okay. And I know you're not I know that you would be surprised because you'd think I would say the best of Neil Diamond.
1: No, I knew you were more you're more Joel.
0: Yeah, yeah. I definitely I think,
1: I think when it comes down to hits, I think Joel has more recognizable hits than than Diamond does.
0: That is true, yeah. I, I think Billy Joel just has a ton of hits.
1: You, you can only listen to Sweet Caroline so much. <laughs> you can only bop 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 so much.
0: Sweet Caroline. Uh,
1: buh, buh. No. Eh. Now somebody's in the car or wherever listening, and they're going, "Oh, I like that jam. That's a good song."
0: <laughs> and now I'm gonna have to listen to it after. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, now CD Billy Joel. Um, and then I would probably listen. I would probably have to bring a Best of Bob Marley. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, I need yeah. a I need a little reggae. Okay. <laughs> Like, I know you think it's because of of marijuana. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I would never.
0: Yeah, I'm watching you, you, pal. No, no. But like, if you listen to Bob Marley, I mean, it's it's just relaxing. It's easy music. He had a lot of hits too. So easy listening. Yeah, easy listening.
1: All right. This is this is tough because it's only three. If it was five, it'd be easier, obviously. But three, I'm gonna have to go first. One Pink Floyd. Now I, it's yeah, a, I knew that was coming. Pink Floyd, it's a toss-up, either Dark Side of the Moon or The Wall. I guess technically with The Wall, you get two albums because it's two, so I don't know if that counts. So if I can only bring one, I guess it would just bring The Dark Side of the Moon.
0: Yeah. I mean, technically, I think if it's in a CD case, like if it's technically two albums in a CD case, mm-hmm. you can consider it.
1: Well, yeah, but we just did, we didn't We did do that for um, the DVD thing because you said, could you bring a compilation? like?
0: It'd be, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah.
1: So the wall, if the wall could somehow just be like one, so if I could listen to it on Spotify, which by the way you can listen to the Wicked Gaze on Spotify. Yes. Um, if the like if you can just get the whole thing, then that's fine. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, I guess if you brought like a vinyl record, it would have two sides, so you could do one side and then the other side. Yeah. So you could do that. Yeah. So I'm gonna bring the wall. Cause I love the wall. I've told you before to listen to it. It's really, really good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know a few songs from it. I don't listen to it a lot. I'm mm. not like a huge Pink Floyd fan. But... It it
1: has helped me through my current dilemmas right now in life, mm. and it it really makes you think. And you just kind of sit there and you just go, okay, this is <laughs> this is what ha- it, it's it's a good metaphor. It's a good metaphor. Yeah. I need some hard rock in there. Ah, this is tough though. I want to put in Metallica. I really do, but. Can I make up my own like compilation album, or is that not
0: allowed? I don't think so.
1: <laughs> okay. I feel like there's got to be some type of like '90s grunge best of compilation where I can have Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden. Sure
0: I'm sure they have that somewhere. Okay. Well,
1: I need some. I need some '90s grunge in my life because that's what I'm a big fan of. Are you looking for this?
0: No, I'm looking oh. for Chapstick.
1: Looking for Chapstick because he's got the chappy lips. Okay. So, yeah, I would definitely go with a Pink Floyd album. I would definitely go with some type of 90s grunge because I am a 90s baby. Uh, Metallica. hmm. I mean, the Black Album from Metallica is so iconic. It's so good. But I just feel like there's so much. I think I may have to bring a Now CD, too. I don't know, though.
0: I mean, because it gets your '90s fix on, especially if you take now any now three through eight. Yeah, if it gets your '90s fix. You get an, yeah,
1: a, but it's a, but a lot of that stuff was all pop. So I'm gonna get stuck uh, listening to like now three wasn't. There was a lot of like no um, no. I distinctly remember there was like Biscuit was in there and Fatboy Slim, but there was like you know Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, NSYNC, 98 Degrees, Enrique Iglesias, all that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say those are the worst music though. I, you, you know I what? I'm like gonna go. Ears.
1: I'm going to go off and left field on this one. I will. I'm going to. Hmm. I have a three way tie right now. So either one of these three, I would take either the Santana supernatural album they came out with, which was a fantastic album, won a lot of Grammys, hmm. a best of the Steve Miller band. Cause I do hmm. like Steve. It's kind of like your whole reggae vibe. It's very chill. Yeah. Very relaxed. Or, and I think I might take this one instead. Steely Dan. I love Steely
0: Dan. Steely Dan.
1: Okay. Steely Dan's really good. I'm going to miss out on some country music. I'm okay with that. I'll miss out on rap and hip hop. I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I kind of stayed in my little corner and just kept my own, you know.
0: I mean, I can respect that, you know. it's. I I think that me personally, I just need a a mix of things, you know.
1: No, I get it. I could use a mix of things too, but, you know, if I'm just there jamming on the island by myself, I'm just going to, you know. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Oh shit. What? Now, no, I need some type of surf rock in my life, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: if you're need, on the beach, yeah. Surf I rock need, in my-
1: I need surf rock in my life. So Somebody something in-
0: stranded on a desert island, nothing better than surf rock. No, so
1: <laughs> damn,
0: I'm gonna have to take out
1: Steely Dan. I'm sorry, Steely. You're good stuff, uh, but I need my surf rock. I need my 90s grunge, my surf rock, and my pink floyd. And I'm a happy <laughs> boy. That's all I need in life. <laughs>
0: Oh geez. You could go
1: with wrestling theme songs, but it's fine. I don't even yeah. need to worry. You, After a while you kinda get tired of
0: whoa. Oh,
1: Cause no <laughs> one's gonna come through that curtain. You're just gonna be by yourself. Yeah. So um we have time for two more. We can do two more. Yeah. If we go over, it's fine. I know it's fine. I don't care. If they listen to an hour and a half, then good on them. 90 minutes. Maybe they want more. Maybe they do want more. Do you want more? Tell us if you want more. I can hear you in your radio going, no, we don't want more.
0: (laughs) Or your phone. freaking weirdos. Why am I listening to this?
1: Yeah. Because because we're entertaining.
0: Yeah. And we're lovable.
1: We are lovable. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to look at these questions quickly. These are very interesting. Um, Let's go with this one. If you were left on a deserted island with either your worst enemy or no one, what would you choose
0: and why? That is a tough question. I know. I will say, I mean, it depends on your worst enemy. Like is your worst enemy trying to kill you? Like, I mean, I'm, I don't think I've had any anybody in my life that's wanted to kill me or hurt no, me. No, let's just
1: say no, let's just say somebody that it's Maybe it's just somebody that you don't like, that you never really got along with, that rubs you the wrong way, and you're just kind of like, ah. Like, you see him and you're just like, oh, I don't want to deal with this freaking guy. I have someone like that. I have a couple people like that. Oh, I'm sure. And I would say, no, I, would, I don't care. There's not going to be this whole sweet, sappy moment where we, like, finally work our problems out and we work together to try to get off the island. No. Fuck you. Fuck that guy. I'd rather be by myself. I don't like people anyway. So you're
0: going to turn into, like, Tom Hanks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wilson. Just give
1: me a Wilson or Spaulding or whatever you want to do.
0: <laughs> Hello, black hockey puck. Yeah. Yeah. And just sitting next to you like, yeah. oh, you're going to get it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> just draw, you know, a pineapple or something, whatever. Oh, whatever boy. floats your boat. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I can kind. Of, I think I'm gonna agree with you on that. I wouldn't want to be on a de- deserted island with somebody that really just rubs me well, in the wrong way. And I know that you
1: are a pacifist at nature, but I feel like you're just gonna always be stressed out. And you're like you said, you're gonna to have to be on alert. Like this person gonna kill me? This yeah. person trying to kill me? And like no. Well,
0: especially like if it's a smaller island and there's not like a lot of food sources. Exactly, and, My- and that
1: person's also stealing the food from you. Yeah. Or if they decided, you guys decide to make a boat, you fall asleep, and that asshole takes off in the boat. Now you're still stuck on the island, and they're not.
0: It, yeah, exactly. And maybe they used all the resources to get that boat. Son so, a bitch. I, yeah, no, no, I'm totally in agreement with you on that. <laughs> <one>. <laughs>
1: um, t- 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 I'm sorry, I have to give me a minute. Why don't you just okay. talk to the people about what's coming up on the show soon? Because I know you're having a uh, little bit of a mini vacation. So.
0: Yeah, I'm going to Cape Cod. Um. Cape Cod. Cape Cod.
1: Make sure to have the chips. They're wicked awesome.
0: Oh, yeah. Have some codfish. Codfish.
1: Wicked awesome. Lobster. You going to uh, Provincetown? Going to Provincetown, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're a big fan
0: of Provincetown. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love Provincetown. You, rainbow <laughs> warrior, you. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay.
1: This is a coinciding with the last question. Um, do you want this one to be about a real person or do you want it to be about a fake person?
0: I, don't know, I guess we just do real. That's fine.
1: Okay, if you had to be trapped in a desert island with one celebrity, who would it be? I know who I'm picking.
0: Well, you know who I'm picking. Who are you picking? Alexa Bliss.
1: You're picking Alexa Bliss. No, I'm going smart. I'm picking Bear Grylls. Let me pick somebody who's a strategist and knows how to like survive an extreme situation. I think I could survive on a. On a. I can't. I definitely can't. So I need I, someone I know like how Bear to fish. Grylls. The only other person outside of Bear Grylls either Adam or Jamie from the Mythbusters because they already did it once before.
0: That's true, yeah. Give them
1: a roll of duct tape. We're good to go. We're yeah. all set.
0: I mean, yes, having somebody handy would be great like that. I I the, don't care about it. The Hannah. problem
1: with Alexa Bliss would be if if for some reason like I couldn't get with her, there'd be a lot of tension, and then she'd be mad at me, then she wouldn't want to talk to me, and now it's awkward. That's true, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean... I, just right, just yeah. give me a dude. We can hang out. We can be guys. We can pal around, whatever. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Bear girls can show me how to like kill things because you know what's on Desert Islands—probably snakes—and I'm not gonna have Alexa Bliss take care of that. I need bear girls to kill a snake for me.
0: See, I can kill a snake on my own. No, I'm know. not going your snakes. <laughs> we already
1: talked about that.
0: See, I me per like not that it's like now this is mind you if like I wasn't with my wife, sort of scenario. Right, of course it is. Course. Like you know, if like this is just what if there's bees on the island. Oh fuck bees.
1: <laughs> what are you going to do? Bees. What are you going to do? You could have had Patton on the island with you. Yeah. <laughs> you could have just been making jokes and you could have just been walking around like an anthropomorphic pot of noodles.
0: Oh, friendship. I you know, I like Patton, but I feel like after a while, I I think that he his cynicism would just get like, you know, <laughs> too much for me. I guess. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, he's funny with a stand-up, but I think get him on a deserted island and all I'm going to hear is ah. Oh, uh, it's too much. I can't handle this anymore. It's I'm too hot.
1: Kyle, where's the food source? <laughs> I'm baking in the sun over here. I've used up all my sunscreen.
0: <laughs> I want all the ham. <laughs> I need all the
1: filtered water. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. All right. Um. All right, so we'll do one more question, and we'll do the flip side of that. If you could... Be trapped on a desert island with one fictional character.
0: Who would it be? Fictional? Oh boy. Well, I would. See, that's a tough one. I, I think maybe Tarzan, because Tarzan knows the jungle, knows how to live off the land. You know.
1: Can I pick Tom Hanks from Castaway? Is that a fictional- I mean,
0: he's a fictional character. Yeah, I mean, even though he's a real person, he's playing a part in a movie. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, he, he already thinks- he's already experienced it. Yeah, he already knows.
1: Tarzan would know. I'm trying to think of somebody else that would be like super helpful. I mm. need someone helpful. Like Tarzan, obviously, would be helpful. Uh, King of the jungle. Yeah. Who would also be helpful like in a desert island situation? <laughs> <I
0: don't laughs> the
1: cast of Gilligan's Island. <laughs> <laughs> no, just the professor. Just give me the professor. Oh yeah, yeah. And maybe Marianne.
0: <laughs> oh geez no cap yeah <laughs> see I don't know I don't know if anybody else would be like worth I mean most of the characters fictional characters that are like kind of uh, not <laughs> give me uh, Cartman Cartman yeah give me Cartman yeah no um,
1: No, you need someone that's gonna be resourceful and I just can't think of anybody off the top of my head and I'm sure people are screaming at their phones going, it's this person you idiots and I'll be like yeah yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense.
0: <laughs> yeah. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, though, fictionally.
1: <laughs> I was going to say somebody, but I was like, nope, that person's not fictional. They're totally real. Yeah. And unfortunately, they're totally like, not here anymore.
0: Ah. Uh, that? Say- no, I'm not going to say it. Oh, okay. I'll say it off air. Okay.
1: I don't want to offend some new listeners.
0: Yeah. Okay. Offending people is not a good thing. <laughs> no, I don't want to be canceled. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be canceled. I'd right. like to
1: at least make it to episode 10 before we get any complaints. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah are like, all right. <laughs> Sorry. Um, any more questions? You want to do anything else random? Let's, we, just, we can just keep going. I don't care. Yeah, let's keep going. I mean, because like I said, I if we even do an hour and a half show every week, which I don't think we're going to do yet right now, maybe later on when we start getting more popular, but um, you know, even if we go like 10, 15 minutes over, it's no big deal. That's fine. I'll do a few more questions.
1: Uh, do you want to do Desert Island questions or do you want to do like Would You Rathers? Um, it's up to you. What What do you feel
0: like? You want to do some
1: would-you-rathers? Sure. I'll look up would-you-rathers and you, uh, talk to the people. I don't know about what.
0: Hi there, friends. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: We love you here on the Wicked Case Podcast.
1: Why have you turned into, like, a weird, creepy version of Bob Ross? <laughs> the human Quaalude himself.
0: I- because I I did Bob Ross for Halloween. So I had to throw a little creepy Bob Ross. Alright, we're
1: gonna go we're gonna go with some deep questions here. Okay. I'm gonna make you really think. Um let's see. Oh wow. This is good. Okay. Would you rather lose all of the money you've earned this year or lose all of the memories you gained this year
0: all the money for sure
1: well i was gonna say you would take the money because your brain's like a goldfish you forget half the shit anyway
0: which is why i want to retain as many memories as i can (laughs) for the love of god man I'm, i'm losing
1: the the memories it's fine i mean i don't have
0: i've had a pretty rotten couple years so i'd like to forget about it that's true yeah I mean, you know, I get, but see, in the same sense, I think that would be tough because, you know, I've had two of my grandparents and an aunt pass away last year, which is in the year's trajectory. So me forgetting that they passed away and then finding out all that out again, I think, I think it would tear me up. So
1: (laughs) I just saw a question and I don't even want to be a part
0: of it. (laughs) Oh boy. What is it? Well,
1: I'll ask that one in a minute, but I'm going to ask these ones first. Okay. Would you rather have no taste or be colorblind?
0: I think I would rather be colorblind. Same. Yeah. I mean, I need my taste. I need to be able to taste flavors. like
1: Beer and wine and marijuana.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And chocolate pudding. Getting some tasty bud going on. And
1: and delicious turkey sandwich we're going to eat after the show. Ooh.
0: Maybe the leftover pizza. Leftover pizza? Oh, God.
1: Would you rather always hit a red light for the rest of your life or always get slow internet after the sun goes down?
0: I... hmm. Well, I already, I mean, my internet's not bad here, but I mean, I think that, I think I'd rather hit every red light.
1: would rather have slow internet than the sun goes Cause down. Because I already just, hit red, every, I hit every red light
0: anyways, right now. No,
1: I'd rather <laughs> have the slow internet because after the sun goes down, I'll just go to bed. I'll watch TV, stay off the internet. It's not that big of a deal.
0: Yeah. I mean, I personally, when I'm driving to where I'm going, can usually avoid a lot of red lights. That's my thing.
1: This one, this one, um, I'm not answering this one because I refuse to. Okay. Oh, boy. Would you rather have the lights on or off if you knew the room was full of snakes?
0: If you knew the room was if full of snakes? If you know
1: the room is full of snakes, do you want the lights on to see them around you or do you want them off?
0: I would rather
1: have them on. I'm going to just throw in a can of lighter fluid and I'm setting that place on fire.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know you'd rather, much rather do that. I'm saying if I'm forced to, I'd rather have the lights on because I might be able to avoid somewhat and like be able to stomp on their heads and like, nothing, fight them.
1: Nothing can be worse than walking around in the dark and all of a sudden you step and something just grabs your leg
0: yeah. and you feel this bite and you're like, oh, fuck. And then you know it's a snake. Yeah, oh no. So you're like, oh, fuck Or you're just walking this. and you're like,
1: why do I feel like I'm being crushed right now by it? <clears throat> and
0: then you turn blue and you die. Yeah, exactly. No, thank you. Yeah. Go away, Satan. Yeah. No
1: if- nope ropes for me.
0: I will say, if they're non-poisonous snakes, then I might not mind having the lights off, you know? Yeah. Because I don't, I don't know. I guess if they're non-poisonous,
1: it's one thing, but even then, I'm still not going to, no. Yeah. If you put me in a room full of garden snakes, and they're like three feet long, Ah. Eh, <laughs> eh. If you're going to add it on top, like you have to save your children by going into this pit of snakes, then fine, I'll go into the fucking pit of snakes. I'll yeah. save my children. But outside of that, No.
0: Yeah, there should be no reason why you'd have to deal with that.
1: <laughs> would you rather be the person who flips the switch during executions or be the judge who decides who should be executed?
0: I think I would much rather be the guy that flips the switch because I think that's basically your job. Like, you don't have any...
1: You didn't pr- make the ruling.
0: Yeah, you didn't make Sorry, the Sorry,
1: person- dude. Like, I didn't say you got... You're in the chair. It's my job. Sorry, man.
0: Yeah. That, so I, Yeah, that, that one's an easy one, I think.
1: <laughs> would you rather win twenty five thousand dollars or have your best friend win a hundred thousand dollars?
0: Are you sharing with me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're sharing with me, I'd yeah. much rather have you win. Yeah, I
1: it. would, I would. That would be the same. I would ask you the same question. Are you yeah. sharing? Like if
0: I'm hitting the lottery, you're people
1: know I'm sharing with you half the time I gotta pay for dinner, so of yeah. course I'm sharing with you.
0: If I'm hitting the lottery, you're getting some money, my boy. I, I'll give you a little bit. You know, I appreciate to, that. I'll throw a couple hundred your way.
1: Couple hundred. Couple hundred. I, thanks. I
0: appreciate. Thousand. That. If I if it depends on what the thanks what the lottery is winning.
1: Um, would you rather find a hundred dollars floating in a public toilet or five dollars in your pocket?
0: a uh, hundred in the toilet. I'm taking the
1: chance on the poo. If there's poo in there, I don't care. I'm going for it. Yeah. You can always wash your hands with a hundred dollar bill and. Well, I mean yeah. you can use a hundred dollar bill to buy enough soap to clean your hands and
0: Yeah. Well my philosophy is I mean it depends. Like if it's like just covered and smeared in poop, yeah, I'm not reaching in like fuck that. Like
1: Well yeah, you'd have to clean it off anyway. So yeah. It's that point.
0: But my philosophy is like if it's just floating in the toilet <laughs> just in the water. This, yeah.
1: this question's stupid.
0: <laughs> oh boy.
1: Look at your mom's search history or your dad's <laughs> <laughs> oh boy that's funny
0: <laughs> um I'm gonna go with my
1: mom I was gonna say your dad's search history he's gotta be like you know how to pick up sticks what do you do when you're retired
0: <laughs> no no no, no.
1: <laughs>
0: I'll, I'll talk to you off air okay. I'll talk to you <laughs> off air can't, I can I'm not going to say anything. Okay. 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 No, no, no you,
1: you plead the fifth. It's I fine. plead the fifth. Uh, I think in mine, I'd probably have to go my mom's, my dad. Actually, I might do my dad's. He doesn't use the internet very often, so there wouldn't really be much of a search history. He doesn't even know uh, how to okay. use his phone, so. Oh, geez. Would you be a, uh, would you rather be able to read someone's mind or control it?
0: Oh, that's tough. I mean, I don't. I don't like the idea of being able to control someone's mind because I wouldn't want somebody to control my mind. So I'm going to go reading the mind. Oh, my God. oh boy.
1: You'll see the next one. And I think it's the one we have to end the show on.
0: Okay. Oh geez!
1: Uh, to answer the, what did you say you were gonna pick?
0: I'm gonna say read minds. Yeah, I'll
1: read minds too. That's fine because then though you can actually be, you can actually be able to say I am a mind reader. Yeah, because people are like, how come you don't know that? I'm not a mind reader. Like, I am a. Mind reader. <laughs> all right, we're gonna do. Hold on, we're gonna do one more, and then next week we'll do more. Okay, because ha- there's a lot of there's a lot of good ones on here.
0: Okay, this yeah. last
1: one's really good. We have to end on it though. All right, all right. Hold on. This is funny. Oh geez. Fight a chicken to death. Oh, sorry. Fight a chicken to the death every time you get into a car or fight an orangutan to the death once a year, but
0: you get a sword. Okay, so I've actually heard this one before. I have. I watch a lot of TikTok and I've I've been podcasts and I've had I've heard this question before. (laughs) All right. So rude. So ridiculous and over the top. Oh, I know, yeah. All right. So uh, here's my philosophy on that. When I heard people talk about it before, they're like, oh, yeah, I'll just take the orangutan or lion or whatever it is. I'll, t- I'll take that. W- one. Yeah, I'll take it once a year. No big deal. I'm like, but that, that, that thing can kill you. Like, even if it's once a year, like that thing has a greater chance of killing you than a chicken.
1: You, you get a sword, though.
0: I can kill a chicken.
1: You get a sword, though. I can
0: kill a chicken with my bare hands.
1: I know, but you get a sword against the orangutan.
0: What's a sword going to do against an orangutan?
1: Cut its head off.
0: That bitch is gonna be running around you, like running circles around you. No, no, fucking orangutan. So
1: you just, you just do what they do down in Australia, where some of our listeners are. You bend it and you make it a boomerang and you throw it around and (laughs) you're
0: good. Yeah, not me. That
1: being said, I'm still taking the chicken.
0: Oh yeah, I well, that's what I'm saying. It also
1: says every time you get into a car, I'll just get a motorcycle. Never have to fight a chicken again in my life.
0: But I don't know whose thought process is that they're scared to fight a chicken. Like in my mind, I'm like. I
1: mean, some people are afraid of birds. People don't like birds; they have a natural fear of birds. And... Huh,
0: yeah. So, but me personally, I don't.
1: Well, yeah, okay. So then I'll fight a chicken. Then that would be fine.
0: I'll I'll destroy a chicken, and then I'll turn it into KFC. Kyle fighting chickens? <laughs> yeah, Keaton. What are you doing? Get ten.
1: Get down. Get
0: down, Keaton. All right.
1: Do you want to do any more, or do you want to just end the show now? We're at a buck ten.
0: Um, I th- I think we're good for this week, and then. You know. I, mean, I mean, I have. You think you can throw one more that's good to end the show on? Yeah. All right, go
1: ahead. Um, Do you want like nice and sweet or do you want um something that's very risque? I
0: mean, if you got a risque one in there. I do. Know. I right. do. I do.
1: Would you rather get a text from a one night stand that says I'm pregnant or have it say I have an incurable
0: STD? Okay. All right. That's an interesting one.
1: All right. Uh, I mean, first off, assuming that you are not currently with your lovely wife, Chef. Okay. And that you're doing your own thing.
0: Okay. By the way there,
1: I got to do another episode of Canadian Chef because I really like the maple syrup and and all the beer that you have there. Oh, jeez. Don't you know? Wow. It's really cold out here in the prairies of Canada.
0: Of Canada.
1: (laughs) Sorry, I had to add in Canadian chef. It's been a while. Oh, good lord. Do you want time to think or do you want me you want
0: to answer? Uh, you know what? I think I have an answer. I think I would rather go pregnancy.
1: I've actually had this happen to me before. What's that? Um, it was a it was a goof, but I had a phone call on one of my old phones. Uh, and I didn't get the phone in time, and there was a girl who called and left me a voicemail. I believe she said her name was Lexi. And said that she had a great time with me and that uh, we were at a party and I was drunk and I didn't use a condom and to let her know, to let me know that she was pregnant and that if she was pregnant, that I was gonna pay child support and that she missed me and she loved me and she said bye. And I said, that is the most outrageous and over the top thing I have ever heard in my entire life. (laughs) And I really wish if there was one, if someone's like, what's one thing you wish you could have back? I wish I could have that recording forever.
0: Yeah. Because it is the most
1: I will play, if I could have played
0: it for you, you'd have been
1: like, what
0: the fuck? And that's was I've had a couple of those recordings in my lifetime. Nothing like that crazy. But I, I I did think for a while that it
1: was an ex-girlfriend who was kind of like playing a joke on me and changed her name. I asked her about it. She said she knew nothing about it. And she actually thought it kind of was funny. So <laughs> I think it was just a wrong number. At the time, my voicemail was like, hey, it's Kevin. Leave a message after the beep. Um so she But
0: just, she, she think she would at that point, unless the other guy's name was Kevin.
1: No, I mean I think she just I think it was just like, hey, I'm doing a a, frank, a a prank phone call. This is happening regardless. Now what happens if I answer the phone call? That's different. I didn't hear the phone until it was too late. Uh I don't drink bitch. I don't. And I, that's why I was perplexed. I'm like, I don't go to parties with other people and I don't go drink and I definitely wouldn't have been I doing- wouldn't raw dog a random girl. Well,
0: no, no, no.
1: Absolutely not.
0: Everybody wrap up if you're out there listening.
1: My mom's listening.
0: She's going to oh, be yelling. Sorry, she's sorry gonna be, mom.
1: She's going to be yelling at the microphone. All right, on.
0: Now, wait. <laughs> Our mothers have been around much longer than us. They know this shit already. This is nothing new to them. But
1: it's going it, to... It, you still... You wanna you're telling me you'd rather hear about your mom and dad's search history? What if your mom and dad were bumping uglies down the hall? Do you want to hear that? No, you do not. You don't wanna hear it. You don't wanna hear it. You don't want to hear them making whoopee.
0: You uh, don't wanna hear it. Well, I don't want to hear them making whoopee if I don't have to. Well, I'm just saying if there was a situation
1: where you heard it, you didn't want to hear it. Like, I don't want no, no. Uh, Or if you were talking to your dad about something and your dad was like, Oh yeah, your mom's got a fat ass. And you're just like, Dad, I don't wanna hear about that. I don't care. (laughs) Something like that. I don't want to hear it.
0: Strap before you no, bust your gap. No, no,
1: no, no. Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, Don't break my
0: microphone. Sorry.
1: I'm all perplexed now. I've See got him flustered.
0: I, the first time I think in my life I've gotten you flustered.
1: No, I'm just... My <laughs> mom's just going to be listening and she's going to be like, great, turn off. <laughs> and then I'm going to get a phone call going, are you using protection? Yes, mom. I'm using <laughs> Well, the two kids, no, I didn't use it then, but now I'm, uh, I'm not even with anybody. I don't want to be with anybody right now. i got to figure out me.
0: Eh, well, you know. Maybe I should have asked you the other question. <laughs> what was the other question?
1: I'll do it right now
0: because we're already going. We'll
1: just keep going. I don't
0: even care. We, one last quick question and then we'll, we'll- We keep saying that. All right, we're gonna, we'll go after this one.
1: Fine. You're going to forget your favorite books so you can reread them again for the first time, or you're going to forget your favorite movies so you can rewatch them for the first time.
0: Well, I don't read books. No, you don't say. I don't. I, uh, I mean, I I will sometimes read books every now and then. I like uh Dr. Seuss, Dr. Seuss. No, recently I've been reading the Bible. Oh, I know. And here you are talking about wrapping it up. Uh, that's what do you th- <laughs> Okay. Okay. Just because I'm talking about wrapping it up doesn't mean I actually go out and. All right,
1: all right, you're a good little
0: Christian I'm a boy, good That's Christian great. boy,
1: which is funny because you're Kyle Broflovski, and that means you're <laughs> Jewish, so you've gone up against your faith.
0: Oh boy, I think I'd rather forget my the the movies and rewatch them again. So you can like,
1: just, oh my god, this Goldmember movie's so funny. funny. Yes, uh, I think I'd probably be in the same boat with you. Yeah, I don't
0: read too many books. Yeah.
1: And there's a lot of movies that I want to see that I've never seen. <clears throat> Star Wars. Um, don't judge me. I'm waiting for my daughter to get older. We'll watch them together. And then we can both enjoy the experience the first time. The original yeah. three. Because everybody says the original three are the best. The middle three that happened are kinda eh. And then a lot of people say the new ones are good. Other people say they're shit. So yeah. I'm just gonna watch the original three and be like, okay, I've seen the three. I'm good.
0: Yeah. I can respect that though, you know. <sighs> What's wrong?
1: No, there's more questions here. But no, we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna we are going to we are going
0: we got to end them. the show. I know we could we could talk for a long time, but we, we gotta end the show. Or
1: are you sure? Do you want another question?
0: We're, you, we're already we're already pushing the limits, my boy. We can
1: give you 120. We say we're going to give you a solid content, and plus, few of those minutes we have to cut out anyway because it was just us prepping for the show.
0: It's like 10 seconds of it. All right. This is all un- right. Okay. This is. The, uh, I swear to
1: God, everybody. I swear. This is the last one. I know I keep saying it's not the last one. It is the last. It, this is the last Time one. Time flies when you're having fun. It is it is flying. It is flying. Um Okay, you ready? Yep. And then next week we will make more of these and we will do another would you rather segment.
0: All right, sounds good.
1: Would you rather eat a live worm or be locked in a room with a tarantula for an hour, but you don't know where it is?
0: Oh, so I either have to eat a live worm. You got to eat a slimy,
1: nasty, dirty, gross, yucky worm, or, or you have to be locked in a room for an hour with a tarantula that you have no idea where that little bastard's hiding.
0: So, my my take is tarantulas they're not poisonous, right? To humans? Mm-hmm.
1: I think they have little teeth. I don't think the fangs can get into you. But I think it's just the fact that they're like a giant hairy spider. Yeah. People don't do spiders. And now you got a big giant hairy one. Yeah. So basically think of like having the tarantula from home alone on your face or around you. Yeah. Would you rather do that or eat the worm? Just give me the damn worm. I'll eat the worm.
0: Yeah, you know, I'll take the worm, too. I mean, as much as I don't think that the spider would be a horrible thing. It's no, it's not. It's just the fact that you don't know where it is. Yeah, so, I think what I would do is just back myself up into a corner and just sit there. And then if you feel something, just crawl yeah, across Yeah, but the you.
1: problem is if it's up above you and you don't know where it is, and the next thing you know something's on your head and you're, like, freaking out.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, if you don't know the spider's in the room. Nope, I'm good. You know. I would rather just eat the worm.
1: Just give me the worm, and I'll just chew it down. It won't taste very good, but it'll be protein.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've ate a few bugs in my day, so I mean, I guess I wouldn't mind that either. (laughs) All
1: right, we're going to end. Okay. Because we've gone way longer than any other show.
0: But hey, if you
1: like this and want us to do longer shows, please let us know on our Facebook page. And the Twitter page doesn't exist yet.
0: (laughs) We're still working on that.
1: (sighs) No, we're not. At this point, it's just we're on the Facebook page for now. Twitter will for be.
0: It'll, it'll eventually happen when we get because the Twitter thing you need, you said you needed to have a website for that, right? Which I don't have a website. No, you don't need a website. I need least, a
1: email address.
0: Oh, does it matter what email address?
1: No. Oh, I just didn't want to use my personal email address. I get enough freaking emails as it is. You either need your email address or your phone or your phone number. And I didn't want to put my phone number
0: into it. Oh. Okay. So we, I, th- this makes it a lot easier. I thought you said you needed a website or something. No, I just need
1: an email address. So I figured we could just make a an email for the company for the name of the show.
0: Yeah. And just do that. Okay. We can work on that. Wickedcaves@yahoo.com or something. I don't know. Yeah. No. We'll we'll definitely work on that. We'll we'll have it shortly. You know, probably after my vacation. You know, we'll see.
1: Okay. Okay. But we're gonna go. Yeah. Thanks for listening to us. Thanks for listening to me making more of a big deal of a rant than I really did because I didn't really make <laughs> much of a rant. I feel like with a rant you have to have like five minutes where you just go but you're just constantly boom, 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 boom where I was kind of just like a slower pace to it and I was like, oh, you better be ready and I was like, I didn't really even swear as much as I thought I was going to.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, You know what, that's okay. I mean, you were still upset about it. I think you got all of it out in the beginning when if, you first found if out.
1: If I would have had a chance to rant when it first happened and I've re- as I read the rest of the week and how things went, I would have went on a, a, a tyrant, but I was trying to be prepared and write stuff down and not just shoot from the hip like I said I was going to, so. Yeah. But I wanted to come with the facts.
0: Seems to be our this forte. Is Fox
1: News. I have the facts, man.
0: <laughs> Wait, why do you use Fox News? Why didn't you use CNN? <laughs> it's the first thing I thought. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> this isn't a political show, by the way. I don't care what news station tells the truth and what doesn't tell the truth. I'm just here to have a good um, time. I'm
0: going to say all mainstream media does not tell the truth. Okay. Fox and CNN, both are liars. Got it. So. All
1: right. On that note, everybody, have a great week, a safe week. Be kind. Be good to each other. I am the Rev Kev. And I'm Cool Kyle. Thanks again for listening to the Wicked Case podcast. You can get it where you can get all podcasts. Spotify. uh, Apple. Apple. Amazon. Amazon. Pandora.
0: Wherever you can get it. Yeah.
1: iTunes, probably iTunes yeah maybe I'm not well, sure Well the
0: the podcast the Apple podcast is the same thing as iTunes now.
1: Okay, fair enough. So So um yeah. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for the new listeners, the ones that we already have. We appreciate all of you very much. Yes. Be good to each other. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye.